You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome to a brand new episode of Gay Side Stories, where the gay shit goes. I, of course, am your host, Trillificent. Thank you so much for joining me for another week. Just a quick reminder, if you want some additional content from me and my squad, or you just want to support the show and Flawless Noises Media Network, then you can subscribe to the Flawless Noises Patreon. It is patreon.com slash flawless noises. You can also buy some merch. We have some gay side story shirts available. Go to flawlessnoises.com slash store. Pick one up. Support the show. Support the network. Before we start the show, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Avery from the Panel ATL podcast. He was in Seattle the week of 4th of July. He hit me up. We met up. We had brunch. Good conversation. It was nice to meet him. So I just wanted to put that out there. I forgot to do it on the last show. So shout out to you, Avery. And now let's start this show. So I am back with a return guest uh van Derek, welcome back to the show thank you thank you i'm glad to be back on this lovely show i appreciate that so catch us up what's what's new in your world uh as of now probably getting ready to move um focusing more on doing graphic design and taking dig okay just throw that right on out there. You know what? There's you nothing know, wrong with that. You know, a little birdie in my ear said it. You know, I had to throw it on out there for it. Yes. You have to walk in your complete truth. Amen. Marching. Man. <laughs> Marching so you can sit. Indeed. Ooh. Mm, 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 mm. Okay. So let's get into the first segment. That is the queer query. Question. First question. You know, I had to throw this in here, given what this week has been presenting. So what do you think about Spirit from our good sis Beyonce for the Lion King soundtrack? My spirit, my spirit, my spirit is so heavy. Hmm. It was so heavy. I was not, first of all, because I wasn't expecting it. We just, you know, uh, when they announced the soundtrack in the set list, uh, track list they were saying like the song was uh, to be announced so we didn't know what it was we, did, we thought it was going to be shadowland from the actual broadway show but it wasn't it was spirit and so i listened and like the african man in the beginning i was like oh okay i want to see where this is going and then she came in with this husky ass voice and she just sung the damn song and gave us a, a little falsetto a little whistle a whole bunch of growling and my spirit was it was moved mm. she moved my spirit and it fits right in with the um <clears throat> with the movie i'm not too sure where they're going to put it in the movie but i know it just you know it sounds very lion kinkish to me anyway and um i know it can't be the credits because they said um elton john is doing the end credits movie in credits of the movie so mm-hmm. i am kind of excited to see where they're going to put it because they say it's a pivotal part in the movie okay so yes i do love the song though yeah uh this was a grower for me like when i first heard it i was like okay i i don't know if it was because i didn't know what to expect or what but i was like okay it's gonna play a couple of times and the more I listen to it, the more I like it. And I've, I always like a, a ballad from her. I like when we get to hear her like sing, sing. Like I appreciate all of the music, yeah. but I like when she reminds us that she can fucking sing. Yeah, and then I, I had been saying that I've missed that Beyonce because you know, with everything is love and lemonade, we got with lemonade we got sandcastles and. Whew. You know that, and then before that, it had been a while—a love drought. So we hadn't really heard that from Beyonce in a while, and so with Spirit, it just gave you that—that that, you know, like when she did listen at the end of Dreamgirls, it was just like, oh, because for a while you forgot that she could actually do that in the movie, and so mm-hmm. 
Well, this time she wasn't talking about sucking dick in the back of a limo, so you know we're all thankful for a little bit. I mean, I enjoy all parts of Beyonce, so I'm not even gonna say that. Girl, if you want to tell me you're not trying to be seen sucking dick in the back of the limo, but you does it. I mean, if you want to be on your Angelina Jolie, who are me to judge? Uh, next question. What's a subject you wish the LGBT community had more compassion and understanding on? Um, I'm going to say like, um, queer, yeah, queer women of color and like the representation of it and we need, I just want to see more of it. And I think like, you know, usually when we think of lesbians and queer women, we think of Ellen DeGeneres and Portia de Rossi and probably Wanda Sykes. We really hardly ever think of Wanda Sykes because, you know, she's not really out there like Ellen and the others, but I would like to see more of it. And, you know, I was just, I want it to be known that, you know, they do exist. And mm-hmm. I think, I don't know why they don't get as much recognition as the others, maybe because they, they're just quiet or I don't know. I was just, but I just want to see more of it. I definitely don't think it's because they're quiet. I would say it's because they're women of color. You know? Yeah. It, it doesn't change for them when you cross that barrier of sexuality or gender, I should say. Um, it's just one of those things where, you know, the black women and the brown women kind of get forgotten about until they do something amazing and then everybody wants to bite on it. I don't think or it's if they date a white woman. Proximity to whiteness is a whole different conversation, to be quite honest. Ain't <laughs> it? Oh, but. We're not here to talk about that today. Not today, because like I said, that's a full episode on its own, okay? Meat and potatoes, all right? Two starches. Mm. Um, I would say I would like to see more kind of intra-community phobias. I would like to see more compassion, more understanding on that. And when I say that, I mean gays that are homophobic or other people in the community that are homophobic or biphobic transphobic for sure because let me tell you it is so heartbreaking to see black gay men be transphobic ain't it i just i don't even know where you get the nerve to be (laughs) but i've been seeing that a lot i don't see i say a lot but i've been seeing a little bit of it where it's like i'm seeing black gay men be dismissive of other people's sexuality and gender identity and i'm just like when I did we get to the promised land where y'all feel like y'all are are white and y'all can look down on everybody else when did we get here some it's out of just not understanding and some because they just don't want to understand i think yeah. the ones that don't understand it and are trying to understand it those are the ones that i can you know i can talk to but the ones that just aren't trying to hear it get away from me right because i I just i don't don't know how you fix your mouth (laughs) as a gay man trying to tell somebody else that their sexuality is not valid huh how do you have the nerve to tell somebody that's pansexual oh that's not real the nerve so yes i would like to see more understanding and compassion on that i would like to see more gay men that look like me be open to learning more because just because we're in the community that doesn't mean we automatically know everything there is to know about the community and the other members in it yes a lot of us like to sit like you were referring to in our ignorance and then we don't want to be challenged and that's on a lot of topics, honestly. Some people Quite would just be. rather sit there and be ignorant, willfully ignorant at that, and just not even try to get a different understanding of other than their own. And it's like, so you're happy with that. You're happy. Why? Why? But, then, but those are the ones that can't be helped. 
Yeah. I mean, then, yeah. and then I look at it as them living in their own truth. And, you know, it's hard when you living in your own truth. It's kind of hard to hear somebody else's. I I agree with that. The problem, though, is if you living in your own truth, you can't hear anybody else's. Then don't speak on it. I I feel like that's pretty simple, is it not? I'm living in my truth, or I'm trying to figure what my truth is. I don't know the truth about trans. I then being quiet is, is being 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 silent is an excellent. It's choice. an excellent option, but I think we get. I think some of us on both sides we get judgmental because just. Just as we're living in our truth and how we accepting and understanding of it, we have to be just as accepting and understanding as people try to get, you know, get to where we are in our truth. They, while they're in their truth, they're trying to get to, you know, if they want to understand it, they're trying to get to where we are by accepting and understanding. And I understand that that's a long journey, but, you know, to totally dismiss. Mm hmm. The subject altogether is just stupid to me, but you know I'm trying to be better at accepting those who aren't. I don't know as enlightened. I should, if I should say that. <laughs> That's fair. I'm with you there, but just have to reiterate the caveat that you laid out earlier. Only if you're willing to willing. have conversations yeah. and learn and grow. If you are stuck in your way, stuck in your thinking, I'm good, love. Don't enjoy or enjoy. It don't really matter to me at this point. But that's not the kind of energy that I want to be surrounded by. You know what I mean? Like, I definitely I just that's just not where I am in life, where I want to be around some hateful gaze, for lack of a better term. Ooh. So and that's not being judgmental. I mean, it is a little bit. But it's more so, you know, I'm worried about me and protecting my energy and what I in turn put out. So I don't I don't like that kind of like I'm sitting here trying to understand things. It's, it's not beneficial to me to surround myself by uh, surround myself with people who are not open to learning. If I'm trying to learn about something and, and do better then it's counterproductive for me to spend time with someone that is actively ignorant in the thing that I'm trying to learn more about. I don't necessarily think it's counterproductive because, you know, for me it is. Oh, well, I get that for you, but you know, um, I have a friend and they, they can be, or they're trying not to be as transphobic. And, you know, it's a, it's, it's a learning experience for us both because I'm not one to like totally dismiss another person's thinking or way of thought. I like to try and help them understand what it is that I think. And, you know, it's, it's kind of a, a mesh thing where we kind of, you know, sometimes we touch and agree and sometimes we don't. And, and that's helping me grow as a person because, you know, it's always, you're not always going to find someone to touch and agree with. You're not always going to agree on the same thing, especially as friends. <clears throat> and, you know, I think we help each other grow in that aspect of our friendship by talking it out and, you know, helping each other grow and understand things. And I think that, that my friend is growing as far as, you know, learning and understanding trans people and their uh, struggles and, you know, the gender and sexuality aspect of it all right but the difference in that is this is still someone that is willing to have the conversations yeah like i said if you're willing to have the conversation then that's fine like i'm not going to dismiss you but if you're not trying to have the conversations and you are angrily ignorant and spreading hate and all that kind of stuff then no i don't i'm good on that you know if you can sit down and be like, okay, explain to me why what I said is bad or why am I getting dragged? Help me. Or, okay, I, I met this trans person and now I see them differently. Can we have some conversations just so I can get my head around it? All of that is absolutely fine. But if it's every day, all day, I don't understand these, these, I was going to say, yeah. I, I didn't want to say the slur. Um, 
But you you get the sentiment, you know what I'm saying? Then that's different to me. I was like that in the beginning, and then you know I um when I was about 23, I started going to this place called the Hub, and that's where I met my first trans woman, and you know I learned a lot, and then she eventually became my gay mother, and you know that's how I you know I learned and. You know, understand now. I understand it, and I know the differences, and I know the struggles. And you know, I go to a meeting with them and sit and watch. And you know, a lot of my friends now are trans women, and so I have some trans men, not as many, not as much as I have trans women. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's uh, yeah. You know, they're they're my good people. I love them. But that's good. That's what I'm saying. Like, as long as we're open to learning and doing better, then, you know, we can make some some progress. So that's why I'm saying, like, we need more of that compassion so that we can be open to having those conversations, having our views challenged and learning, hopefully, and growing. Yes, and you know, I think we should all aim to grow and learn every damn day of our lives. Because if you're not, <sighs> yep, I agree. So, since we spent a little bit of time there, let's breeze through this last question. Who is another Disney princess that you would like to see casted by a non-white actress in a live-action adaptation? So. <laughs> So me and my friend, we actually looked this up, and because I was, we were gonna say Tinkerbell, mm-hmm. but it turns out Tinkerbell got her uh, Disney princess card revoked. Yeah, I looked it up too. So there's only twelve official Disney princesses, and not all of them are actually princesses. Like yeah, technically, some of them earned the the title from Harris's. Uh, Jesus, what am I saying? You know, heroics. So yeah. that would be like Mulan. Like, I don't think anywhere in the story Mulan is an actual princess. But because of her story, she has that designation. I yeah, thought I looked that up and I was married- like, okay, so the little frozen girls ain't considered yeah, official princesses? Yeah, her princessism? Did Ooh. Mulan marry into her princess? I, I don't think so. Didn't, I don't remember. I know I the dude was like a, a military general, but I don't know if he was royalty. Oh yeah, that's true. I don't know if he was royalty either. I thought, yeah. I thought it was. Uh, but my answer is, I would like to see. I you know what? I would like to see an Asian Aurora or a, a Black Rapunzel. Aurora. I have a hard time saying that name. <laughs> Sleeping Beauty, actually. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I would love to see a Black Rapunzel. Yeah, I can see that. So, uh, man, I was going to say Snow White, but, but she's, yep. she was Snow asleep White. for most of her movie. We already got a movie where the black girl was a frog for most of her movie. So I don't know if that would be my first choice. And then I don't know how that would work uh, with Snow White because you know, uh, skin is fair as snow or whatever. Yeah, that yeah, you know, it's fair. One of the, one of the few times where fairer skin. Although yeah. I mean, you could still get someone black with just real fair skin. So, um, oh. I guess I don't know. I don't remember the rest of the rhyme, but it may be you need to have porcelain skin. I'm not sure. Um. So who else? Who else is a princess? Uh, you have Aurora. You know Cinderella. what I would like to see? I just thought about it. Um, what's the movie? Uh, Brave. Like if okay. they did Brave with like a black girl, but they switched. Obviously, they switched the the culture. Like imagine Brave, but Brave meets I don't know Black Panther type of thing. You know what I mean? Oh, so Shuri basically. Yeah, if 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 Shuri had that kind of uh, of a story to get yeah. to where she was, I that could see that. Cute. I could see that, especially with the girl that plays Shuri. I can't think. I really can't think of her name right now. Uh, Letitia Wright. Yeah, Letitia. Now, if that could happen, I would so be. Uh, I would so be there for it. Yeah. Yep. 
So there we go. There we go. Uh, that's going to wrap up the queer query. And we're going to take a quick break. And we'll be right back. Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With $5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to Patreon.com slash Flawless Noises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. All right, Van. So let's have a conversation, okay? Okay, what are we talking about? We we need to be on record having a full conversation about all things verse when it oh. comes to verse gay men, okay? We can oh, get right. some misconceptions squared away. We can Let's talk about today. what being verse really is and what it embodies. But to help us do that, I did come across an article. So it says 13 struggles only verse men understand. So we'll go through those. But before we do that, what is your official definition of a verse gay man? For anyone who may be lost, I do have cishet listeners. Shout out to y'all. Mm. Um, my definition of a verse man is a person... A man, not not a person, but a man that does both and does it well. Not to anyone's standards other than mine, because this is what I, you know, I believe to be the definition. But yes, uh, a gay man that can top and bottom very well. Okay. Um, I mean, I I, I agree to a point. You know, the very well part is. Conditional. Again, that's just me. But, you know, I get that. That's for you. Um, I would say it's a gay man that in, that has the capability of engaging in both ends of penetrative sex. So that means they can top or they can bottom. It doesn't mean they prefer one more than the other. It doesn't mean that they only do one because they can't find someone to do the other. None of that. It's just having the capability and the willingness. Let me put that in there, too. Because everybody got the capability. But are you willing? You know, maybe not. So let's see what this good old article has for us. Oh, child. So 13 struggles that only verse men understand. And of course, number one has taken me out already. I'm sorry. Right. I was just going to say real quick. Of course, the picture is of a he may not be white, but he looks white, man. But, you know, it's pride dot com. So number one says never knowing whether you need to be prepared to bottom or not. Bitch, prepare anyway. That was what I was going to say. I thought that was like verse one on one. Like, if you're going to be in that kind of environment, don't you always kind of want to be prepared? Obviously, this is this is not including online interactions because there's no reason why you shouldn't know before things get offline. Like those Uh, have those conversations. I don't necessarily know because like there have been some times where I've done it and it just wasn't necessary to do it. I mean, even though I knew like we, we knew at the time that we were both, both first, but I did it. I went ahead. Well, of course I went ahead and did it. But then when I got there, turns out I didn't need to. Well, I mean, but you are, but y'all both knew you were verse, so you knew it was a possibility. You know, you're not, you weren't flying completely blind. This reads to me, you're going to the club and you don't know who you're going to meet. So therefore you don't know whether or not you need to be prepared to bottom. But again, I'm just like, if you 
if you have sex on the brain, you know what? <laughs> then I would think that you would prepare just because. Listen, I've seen niggas get prepared in the club oh, in no. the bath. Oh no 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 <laughs> no 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 no. Oof. We don't we don't need to do that. We don't need to. Carry do had the had it in his pocket. That reminds me of a story, and I don't remember where I heard it or who told it. Where someone was like, "Yeah, this dude, we was gonna hook up." It may have been on Twitter, and he Why was like, "We," <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, we was gonna hook up," and so he excused himself to the bathroom and like took the fleet bottle that I had used earlier and uh-uh. like no, used me. it to. <laughs> Uh-oh. And used Uh-oh. it to clean himself, and then came out like everything was cool. And the dude was like, "Nah, man, get out." You know what? I'm gonna share this, and I don't care if y'all judge me because oh. it wasn't me. <laughs> First of all, it was somebody else. So I was being a hoe, mm. of course. We like that. I mean, I mean, that's no, that's normal for me. But you know, this guy came over, and he was gonna bottom, but. He didn't have a fleet bottle and I don't share them. You know, I don't share them unless, you know, we've been talking and, you know, we're in a relationship. He came over and didn't have a fleet bottle. Guess what this nigga used? An empty Sprite bottle out of my damn trash can. Oh, yikes. And guess where he left the shit? In my fucking closet. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. What I get up you to go to that? In the morning and I find a damn bottle. A shitty Sprite bottle in the damn A closet. shitty Sprite bottle. And I love Sprite. And I, I, I didn't drink it. I would hope not. It's, it ain't no damn Sprite in there. Exactly. I just yikes. wanted to let you know because I didn't want that conclusion to jump in nobody's head. Yeah, that's a bottle of yikes. Because <laughs> <laughs> at first. Cause at first I was like, okay, like I've I've seen on YouTube where they like, oh yeah, you can fleet using an empty twenty ounce bottle. I don't know how y'all. Do I that, don't but... know how either, cause I imagine that would hurt. Yeah, but uh, the rest of that out of the trash can and you left it in the closet. Like, why wouldn't you just my fucking closet? <laughs> why wouldn't you just empty it out and put it back in the trash? <clears throat> You know what? Let's move on because yikes, yes. that is not. Can good. I read number two? Sure. Hookups. Assuming since you bottomed before, you're always a bottom. Child, no. I haven't I experienced that too much. I see more of that like online on Twitter in regular oh, yeah. conversation than actual. But that's no. just me. I mean, I could see that because you know tops they assume a lot. You know, the Twitter girls, they assume that if you're bottom, if you bottom for one, you're going to bottom foul. Listen, if you've ever bottomed, then you you are nothing more than that one experience. And we'll get into that a little bit later. So the next one says hookups, assuming since you've topped before, you're always a top. I wonder how true this is. That may be true for me. Hmm. For me. Well, no, well, actually, number two is true for me because I was gonna say I'm number number like two that. seems more so than number three. Like, yeah. I don't know if if like I can say a lot of times dudes assume I'm a top, but that's just I guess because of how I look or about how I carry myself. But I don't know if I've ever had anyone be like, "Yeah, oh, you topped last." what last november gone till november so yeah you can top me now like i don't know if i've ever had that i think it like they just automatically assume or they'll just I've definitely flat out ran into, let's be like oh i've oh i heard you did and so that doesn't mean i'm gonna do it for you right that's just what i did for them correct so number four says eliminating labels and persuading people you're neither a verse top nor a verse bottom, but 100% versatile. So first and foremost, I would say verse top and verse bottom obviously are both valid. Um, but I, I, can, I, I, I agree with this one because I've definitely had conversations where I'm like, yeah, I'm verse. And they're like, OK, but. 
do you like topping more or do you like bottoming more? And I'm like, I, you know, because it's, it's, it's all it's like you have to like one more than the other. And I'm like, or I could just be in the middle where I am. You know what I mean? But it's like it's one of those things where it's like they want a specific answer. And instead of just flat out asking the question, they kind of dance around it with this kind of stuff. Because in my head, if you're trying to pull me in one direction, it's like, why don't you just ask me what it is that you want to ask me? You ask me, are you willing to top me or are you willing to bottom me? You know, bottom for me. You know, people don't. I don't know why people don't like to have those types of conversations when they're super fucking important. But listen. Like it, it could really be that simple. Like if you you come across some uh, somebody that's verse, and you are not verse, or you are verse, but you want a specific thing from them, well, just uh, come out and say it. Like, okay, I see, I see that you're verse. Would you, would you like some of my cheeks, Mister Simple? <laughs> you know, <laughs> can I provide you with a little Polish sausage? Simple. But I, I I definitely see this because it's like you have to be somewhere close to that center mass of top or bottom. Like you can't be I in the middle. I, and it's like I actually hate saying this, but I do feel it majority of the time. I just wish everybody was verse. It would save me a lot of fucking time. But <laughs> can't get everything you want. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Number five says being boxed out of a sexual encounter because a man is only looking for one position. So this one is interesting to me. Been there. Really? Yes. Tell us more. Um, I've actually been told, oh, your verse. Oh, never mind. You know what? I've been told that before, too. But I think it just goes back to that. Which we'll we'll unpack that a little bit more later, but it goes back to that. I think for me, let me speak for my uh, particular situations. I always got the assumption that if I say I'm verse and they say they're not interested, it's because to them verse means bottom. Which is dumb. Which is not true. But if you have that assumption in your head, then... I'm going to be honest. Listen, the 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 whole top versus bottom thing and what makes a pure top and all of that kind of stuff. Y'all be psyching yourselves out of a whole lot of sex, but that's not my business. Yes, <laughs> and as Simmons said, you don't know what you missing. That's all I can say. Y'all, y'all psych yourselves out of a whole lot of sex. Mm, right there on the timeline for everybody to see. Good friend of mine said a couple years ago, niggas talk themselves out of ass every day. Every ass, dick, throat, shit, meals, <laughs> trips, good meal, <laughs> everything Cold you can think of, meal. shit, weed, <laughs> everything. You be My like, Papa. No, I'm just joking. I am joking. <laughs> I mean, I don't believe that it's not true, but that's also not my <laughs> ministry. Woo! Listen, my church ain't even on that block. No me. <laughs> number six which i kind of talked about a little bit says but do you prefer the top more or bar- bottom more so the thing that i want to kind of unpack a little bit on this is we have to be honest in that there's a range when it comes to being verse and we as verse men need to be honest with ourselves you know what i mean because you Like, I feel like this could be a valid question depending on the situation, but you have to be honest with yourself. You know what I mean? So if you know that you are the, um, I'm a top, but I'm verse in a relationship type thing or, or, or with someone that I really care about, then yeah, you know, that's kind of something that you, you want people to know because you may be verse, but if you're not trying to be verse with any nigga that you come across, then you kind of want to make that distinction just to, for no other reason than to save yourself being asked this kind of question. And the same thing with, with bottoming, you know what I'm saying? Like if it's, I'm a bottom, but I'll top out of convenience or necessity every now and then. 
like bring back listen bring back the bgc labels bring back verse slash top bring back verse slash bottom okay i am a fan of those bring those well, they back on, they have that on adam for adam do they so I oh okay well so adam for adam is a cesspool though but anyway <laughs> it is I'm, I'm i'm here to tell the truth and shame the devil mm-hmm. uh, uh, let's see i really don't prefer either because i love both equally mm-hmm. i got asked that question some by somebody a couple of weeks ago or maybe last week and i told them like i really don't you know have a set preference on doing either one you just yeah. tell me what which one i need to come do and that all right and see i'm more complicated i feel like i'm like terms and conditions verse because <laughs> 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 it's like i can do either um i don't know if i prefer one more than the other but i do know i have more hang-ups about bottoming than i do topping and not so much like the mechanics of it but it's just like i've had you know Maybe I I need like a sex therapist to help me get over my my trauma. I'm a sex okay. therapist. I'm not registered, but I'm a sex therapist. Because <laughs> I feel I like I I hang on to that because it's like you know for random hookups. I'm like, listen, it's it's very very rare that I'm like yeah I'll, I'm 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 ready to take dick after a couple messages. You know what I'm saying? Like I might be able I might be ready to throw some dick after a couple messages, but taking it because it's like i don't you know niggas be on some other shits in my experience you know what i mean so it's like i'm not trying to be with somebody that is so eager to fuck that they don't know how to listen and follow instructions or requests and that kind of stuff listen you know what i'm saying you used to get that out in the first few messages you can usually tell that within the first few messages or whether how they gonna fuck you or not listen which is why i haven't bought them since the renaissance okay oh but that's a no whole nother show too. <laughs> Verse tops. Oh man. And the Chronicles of Narnia. Okay. Cause that's where my that's where my bussy power is in Narnia. Oh, it, ain't here. it ain't here. Not in not your bussy power. It's in, it's back in the closet, okay? Uh number seven says by being the versatile one, you're often at the mercy of the other man's position. No. Again, I feel like this is on some you steamrolling into some shit with no conversations being had yes. prior. You know what it you know what it feels like? It feels like trying to fit heterosex with a homo lens cuz that's <laughs> the kind of stuff honestly, that's the kind of stuff that that straight people can do. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have to worry about all that kind of stuff cuz it's only going to go one way unless you get into the kinky side. But your average interaction is going to be, I'm the man, you the woman. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like that same thinking here where it's like, well, if you're the versatile one, you have to be malleable to what the other person. And it's like, but that kind of feels like you're taking the verse person's choice away. Like at the end of the day, you still have to make that decision on what you want to do with the other dude. So and you have to be okay with that. You know, it's not like you just meeting up with some random dude and you have to be whatever he the opposite of what he wants. It's like, first of all, conversations talking about sex and it doesn't have to be a lot, you know, because, I, you know, you, you men love that. No endless messages shit, which I just be like, OK, I mean, um, I, I understand the no endless messages and all of that. But listen, we need to take there are a few things that we need to take care of right before we get to the good part. We need right. to know. We need to know the positions. We need to know the statuses. Mm-hmm. And we need to know the sizes. There okay. you go. Well, listen, that's just for the size queens out there. You know, I mean that's fair. I mean, you want to know what you potentially about to put in your mouth? I would think. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely don't see why you would put yourself in a position where you would have to be at the mercy of the other man's position. I ain't in the mercy of nobody's nothing. Well, because you can always go home and 
Listen, Foxy Brown featuring Drew Hill said it. Can't nobody fuck me like me. So it's like, oh, well, you know, you know. Well, hold on, let me think about that. As opposed to being at the mercy of somebody's position that you don't want to be. No, because uh, I mean, while I may play the submissive submissive part very well, <clears throat> me being at the mercy, mercy. The only mercy, the only person's mercy I am at. Is my Lord and Jesus Savior Christ. All right. Now ask him if he approves of this conversation. So number eight says, so you're only into flip fucking. Um, I know that that's true for some verse men, but I don't know if that's a very large population. Uh, yeah. That's solely into flip fucking. Now I do know a, a, there's a fairly large percentage that are only into other verse men for probably some of the reasons we've already talked about but exclusively only into flip flopping I don't know if I've seen that before I haven't hmm. maybe it's a white thing I don't know I mean well the man at the top was white so you know well, yeah. and this is Pride Magazine so true Number nine, every misconstrued stigma and stereotype a bottom has to deal with verse men also have to deal with. Yes, fucking ma'am. Yeah, I, I I, don't know if I would say every, but well, quite a few of every, them. Quite because, a few of know, them. You know, they, you know, the bottoms, they get stuck with, oh, you're feminine. And yeah, so. there's, a, there's a lot of other stuff, but I think that there's a lot of stigmas and stereotypes that get put on verse men just from be, being verse and it's like oh that we're greedy yeah. well i don't know if those are stereotypes about bottoms though. oh yeah well well no because some bottoms do get called greedy <laughs> well i mean I, I think it depends on the kind of bottom probably well, no, or what well, they no. what they wait, present because i don't want to seem like we're shaming power bottoms that's what I mean, but it's like it depends on how they present. Like oh. I don't think your average bottom would have to deal with that, but if you come across as a power bottom, then yeah, I can see that being something you have to contend with. People always saying that, "Oh, you greedy," and it's like, I mean, we all we all have a vice. Right? We all are we all are guilty of one of the seven deadly sins. Like, let them cook if that's what they want to do. If that's what they want to do. Let them do it. That don't hurt you. Who you fuck don't make me nut. Correct. Unless it's on film. Um, there you go. <laughs> but I can definitely see this. It's like, oh, you know, again, it's like when when people hear verse, they automatically hear bottom and they start treating you like a bottom. And that no, honestly says a lot about how bottoms are treated, that that's even something that we would have to worry about. And bottoms, I love you. This is a bottom positive show, definitely. Yes, I've done all. I've done whole episodes about it. All right, power, power to the as bottoms. A, as a starter bottom, I just want to say to all my bottoms out there, you are appreciated. Why you say starter bottom? And I because I, I started just, out as a bottom. I know, but I just imagined <laughs> like a dude, a dude completely naked with his ass out, but he got a starter jacket on. <laughs> and this shit say bottom across the back. That's actually kind of fly. You know what? I'm gonna make that. Yeah, I, I'm, I support it. I support it. Number ten. When guys assume you're not capable of a proper bottom top because you do both. I'm sorry. Uh, you're not capable of being a proper bottom or top because you do both. And the consensus that I've seen is that bottoming makes you a better top and topping makes you a better bottom so amen i wonder where this idea comes i mean well you know what i don't know what the foundation of it is but i definitely can think of i don't know if, the, if tops are so much guilty of this but i've seen a lot of bottoms with their very stringent rules of what it means to be a top be guilty of this be like oh you verse well no nah, you're not no real top you don't know what you're doing you know, you only are, you only verse because you're not a good top or, you know, crazy shit like that. <laughs> Imagine. 
<laughs> the ghetto, okay? The ghetto. So, number 11 says, just because you don't have an established role in the bedroom, mm, doesn't mean you don't have an established role in a relationship. And I'm going to push back on this completely because... To me, this is dismissive. Like being verse is an established role in the bedroom. So this this confuses me. Like this is supposed to be a verse positive article, but this is so dismissive. Again, Pride magazine. That's I hate the way it was worded too. Yeah, and I don't really know what how that correlates to to a relationship. Oh, number 12 is stepping on some toes. Uh Uh-oh. It says, entering a relationship with someone who is strictly one position never fully satisfies you. That's what. So I'm going to push back a little bit on this, too. Mm Mm-hmm. But with, with a twist, because I think that the reason why this is even something to be considered is it goes back to what I was saying earlier about verse men not being honest with themselves because there are some verse men, maybe not a lot, maybe a lot, I don't know, but there are some verse men that can be completely happy with the one position. If they, if they decide to enter into a relationship with someone who is only one position. However, if you know that you're not trying to bottom 24 seven, or you're not trying to top 24-7 and you get into a relationship with someone that is the opposite of what you don't want to be doing all the time, you're going to have some issues. <laughs> you know? And now, honestly, it's not fair to you and it's not fair to the other person. Because if you know that you are not trying to get dicked down in your relationship all the time and not have an opportunity to slang some, some twig then who 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 has the clown makeup on their face in this instance you do you know what i'm saying because it's like and the other person would have every right to be upset with you if you did this see i know a person i know i I know a few people i know Mm -hmm. a few people who are doing this and you know i just hats go off to you my sister my brother Cause I, let me tell you, it couldn't be me. I have to be, I have to, I have to be completely satisfied sexually. Now, not always. I haven't always been like this. I think it took me a while of being in relationships because I have, you know, didn't always know what I wanted in a relationship. But I think now going through well, the few that I have had, you know, I think it's more, becoming more important to me that I be satisfied as well as the other person so if i'm not satisfied sexually i can tell you pretty much i'm just not going to be satisfied period because sex is a big part of the relationship not the biggest but it's a big part of it i mean as many relationships that break down and end over sexual some form of sexual incompatibility i agree exactly and so you know i don't i don't recommend it for verse people you know if you can do it Again, hats off to you. But, you know, if you can't and that's how that shit happens, that's how infidelity happens. You're not being satisfied or, you know, you thinking that you can get better somewhere else. And so why put yourself through that? Why put that other person through that? Right. That's just where I stand on mm-hmm. it. That's just that is just bad. Yeah. Because, I mean, I get it in a perfect world. You would look at you would look at being versed and be like, I should be able to be in a relationship with anybody because i'm verse but it's it's not just what you identify as you have to be in tune with your urges and your desires as well child that scab gonna start the itching and you're gonna start the scratch you gotta mm-hmm. get the scratch you gotta get the itch scratched somewhere yep so <laughs> my best friend a deal though <laughs> i mean clearly that ain't enough because like you said the infidelity is rampant Cause bitch, I don't even I don't own the dildo. I don't like dildos. First of all, I'm sorry. Look at you with your bougie hole. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I mean, you know, he likes what he likes, and he he dislikes what he dislikes. It's fine. It's good. 
<laughs> so number 13, the last point says, people assume you're versatile because you're ashamed of being a bottom. Uh, um, You know what? That's new. Not for me. This is actually going to launch us into a couple of talking points I wanted to go through before we end this conversation that weren't really covered okay. in the article. So being ashamed of being a bottom kind of goes along the same lines of you are claiming verse when you're not. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't know if I've seen. Well, you know what? Yeah, I, I have. So it's like, you know, being ashamed of being a bottom. And so they say that they're verse. Now, I haven't seen people assume this about somebody that's verse, but I've definitely experienced bottoms who were ashamed of admitting they were bottoms, so they say they verse. Oh, I've seen that. Now that I have seen. You know what I mean? So Twitter so, shows you a fucking lie, bro. This was a personal experience. It wasn't even Twitter. I don't know if I've talked about it on the show before, but I think I have. Well, yeah, I hooked up with this guy once. Like we went through the whole rigmarole. And he's like, yeah, I'm verse. And I'm like, I'm verse two. When we got to the do, he was bottom. I was top. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? We both verse. And after the fact, he's like, oh, I have a confession. Like, I'm really a bottom. But, you know, I saw that you were verse and I didn't think that you would mess with me because I was a bottom. And I'm just like, eh? This goes back to what I said earlier. Just be upfront about what part of that you want from verse dudes like if you want some dick then be like hey you verse which means i can get some dick right (laughs) listen but i just wonder about that like why claim to be something that you're not because you're gonna get caught up up. yeah you're gonna get caught up sooner or later especially fucking around with a nigga like me because um Right, because some some verse are, are, listen, you come across the wrong one, you're going to get found out and get your feelings hurt real quick. Because they ain't for the fuck shit. Be like Chris and Michelle, I'm leaving. Okay. Okay. Let me say this, though. Since we're talking about claiming to be verse, but not really being verse, which usually equates to truthfully being a bottom. I need y'all to understand this. It's not verse men's responsibility if a bottom lies about being verse. Because, listen to what I just said. A bottom lied about being verse. So, for all of y'all out there that have this vitriol towards verse men, I want to know why. Because if you got disappointed because a bottom lied to you about being verse. Shouldn't you be mad at bottoms? Mm. Why would you be mad at verse men when you didn't lying ca- ass bottoms? <laughs> <laughs> like, really but it's like story. I know, but it's like why would you be mad at verse men when the truth of the matter is you never encountered one to begin with because it was a bottom that was lying about being verse. Like, if you have another reason why you don't like verse mint, whatever, okay. But when we talk about this specifically, I need y'all to realize your anger needs to be towards bottoms that lie about their position, not towards verse men. And tops, don't be lying out here saying, you know, uh, you verse and when you know you can't take no dick. Well, and you know that you be giving shitty kitties. Oh. <laughs> I mean, good luck, everybody. That's all I got on that. That is all. Just saying, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I ain't mean to be rude and I burst out like that, but I'm just saying, because I've run into that. Yeah. You tell me that you verse, but you really just wanted to top. Which you could have said. Again, I see that you verse. Do you mind if I if I play on your jungle gym? Mm. I'm going to use that. I mean, go, please do. We need to be more of, we need, as, as up front, as men are about sex, there are still some areas where it's like, we could be a little bit more, because it doesn't make any sense. Oh, I love being in front of it, because one, it sometimes it just, the reaction to people that I get is always funny to me. 
Mm-hmm. And then two, I just love making up new ways to say things like that. Well, it's always fun. <clears throat> well, um, I also would say if there wasn't so much stigma around being verse, then maybe we would have a few less bottoms lying about being verse. And honestly, if there was less, you know, stigma around being a bottom too, then it probably would help. Um, That's why I think everybody just need to be versed because I think every man should know how it feels to take dick. I mean, okay. <laughs> uh, I also think it's important yeah. that we need that we remember that people's sexual desires, their proclivities, all that stuff changes and it evolves That's over time. So you could be a bottom in your twenties and then be versed in your thirties and then be a daddy top in your forties. That doesn't make any phase any less um, valid. I'm just saying, you never know. Okay. You never Shoot. know. If you have a, a an accelerated program <laughs> that the yin yang just whispered, then okay. Maybe you were a bottom in your teens and verse in your twenties. Whatever mm. floats your boat, okay? I'm just saying that it can change. And this kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier about not talking yourself out of stuff. Because, look, just because you you know that someone bottomed on some occasions that you can't make assumptions. You know what I mean? Listen, because they just might have been feeling bottomy that day. They might have had some Hennessy or some say. Listen, because I feel like as verse men, we can all be honest. Like, there are some niggas that we would 100% bottom for nonstop. There are some niggas we would probably 100% top nonstop. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of that, it depends on chemistry. I can speak for myself, definitely. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm not trying to, I mean, honestly, I'm not trying to fuck any old nigga either, but I'm not trying to bottom for any old nigga. But if it's the right nigga, or man, I guess, yeah, man, I'm open, then, I mean, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, we do what we do like that's just might be what i want from that particular man and then when i come to you i might want you to bend your ass over what's the problem hello like <laughs> you know what i'm saying like we need to get away from that just because i bent over for the next man don't mean i'm not going, going to bend your you. ass over mm. or on the flip side that don't mean i'm gonna bend over for you true 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 so since i mentioned it how do you think we can kind of, first of all, get rid, I guess, get rid of the stigma? And also, where do you think that the stigma comes from as far as being versed? And that can be jokingly or otherwise. I think it just comes from the other uh, the other positions. Just If you say being jealous, I'm a scream. <laughs> You're <laughs> I don't want to say jealous, but I do believe it's the fact that, you know, like we do get to enjoy both sides of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, put enough looking at me and I may, you may just get both. Mm-hmm. Well, we ain't looking, not just looking because okay, okay. put enough liquor at me. You, you just go get the bottom. But if you get, you know, hey, listen, someone that, that's in tune with themselves and their body. It is appreciated. Um, Let's see. I think there's a couple of possibilities, to be quite honest. Number one, I think a lot of gay men are slaves to heteronormative thinking. And so they can only see that binary. So because to them, it's you got man, you got woman. There's no other options. So they feel like for gays, you only got top and bottom. I want us to come out of that. Yeah, I, I, I want us to learn that shit. That that seeking all of that shit, I just want us to come up out of it. I get it. That's what your grand, your grandma and your granddaddy taught you when you was at the nip. But listen, it is 2019. I need you to understand that you can be a man and a man and not have to assume the position of a man and a female in the bedroom or in that relationship at all. Yes, woman. So. Um... I do think that there's some jealousy, not of the ability to assume the other position, but maybe some type of jealousy over the freedom. You know what I mean? Which, 
again, that just goes. We're talking about specifically people who hate on verse men, because I know plenty of bottoms that are free. Okay, Destiny's Child free with being a bottom, and I know tops that are the same way. Ain't no feeling like being free. It's a song. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ain't no feeling like being fleet. Um, Ooh. and then I. <laughs> I honestly think that there's some type of warped type of biphobia that goes into it. And when I say that, I'm talking about the elements that people don't like about bi people. Like they, they're indecisive and they're greedy. I feel like it's kind of some of the same thinking when it comes to verse men. Like, oh, you can't make up your mind what you want or... Or, you know, y'all just being greedy. Y'all want every nigga like y'all need to save some tops for us. Or y'all need to save some bottoms for us. And it's just like, that's not how any of this works. Girl, because I ain't got to share it all. Well, I mean, fair. I've been drinking. Watermelon. Well, not not specifically that. <laughs> <laughs> so the last thing that I wanted to touch on, and this is a personal, what is your favorite thing about being verse? The fact that I can do whatever the fuck I want when I want. I do what the fuck I want when the fuck I want. Okay, come on. Come on, Van the Stallion. Um, <laughs> Thank you. That was, oh my God, that gave me the laugh. The laugh. My favorite thing I would say is just similar, the possibilities. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, you never know when you're going to meet a fine ass nigga at the 7 Eleven. You never know when you're going to be blessed. I ain't never to 7 Eleven, so that don't happen to me. I'm mad about it. I'm sorry. I was mad. We don't have 7 Elevens here in Alabama. I'm kind of upset. You never know. You might go get a Slurpee and find you something to Slurpee. You just never Help. know. Don't make me throw this phone. <laughs> I'm this just phone. saying. I got some Slurpees. I bought some Slurpees from the Piggly Wiggly yesterday. Come on, Piggly Wiggly. Piggly Wiggly sounds like a spot to get down and dirty in, but that's another conversation, again, for another day. <laughs> I ain't going to say all my business today. Mm-hmm. Piggly or the Wiggly. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that wraps up the conversation. I feel like there's probably more stuff that we could talk about. So I will throw the invitation out there. If you want to have more conversation about Verslandia, then hit me up. Come see me. You know what I'm saying? Come on the show. We can talk about it. But in the meantime, in between time, thank you so, so much for agreeing to be on the show again it was a very fun and enlightening conversation sir anytime i can run my mouth and get drunk and talk about nasty filthy things you know always yes always count me (laughs) and i have always gonna have a seat at the table it's not at the head of the table it is a blast so before we get out of here tell people where they can find you um, you can find me on Twitter.com at V-A-N-D-E-R-E-K underscore. That is Vanderek underscore. You can also find me on Instagram at <laughs> Vanderek underscore. And if you got a freak Twitter, I am joking. I am Are joking. you? No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm a supporter of freak Twitter pages, okay? DM me. You know, I mean, hey, if you want it, though, you can ask for it. There you go. Asking you shall receive. You know, I might let you get a Peter Gates the juice box. Okay. Is it Apple? No. (laughs) 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 Okay, we're done. (laughs) All righty, folks. Another show in the books. I hope you enjoyed it. I did. Another shout out to my illustrious guest, Van Derek, for coming through and blessing me with the gift of his conversation. So before we get out of here real quick, you guys chime in. If you have thoughts on what you've heard, sound off. Use the hashtag gay side pod when you're live tweeting or posting about the show. You can listen to this show on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast app, such as Overcast. If you already know that, then share that information with a friend. 
Send in any gay side mail to gay side stories at gmail.com. Letters, compliments, show topic ideas, stories, guests, uh, if you want to be on the show, any of that kind of stuff, send it on over to that email address. Of course, you can also DM on Instagram or Twitter. Please take a few moments out of your day and rate the show on Apple Podcasts. Five stars, please. If you really love the show and you really love me, then go ahead and write a review as well. I do appreciate that. It does help. Again, thank you for listening. And also, make sure you're sharing this show with someone. Someone in the community. Someone that needs some education on the community. Whoever you feel could benefit from the show, please do not hesitate to share it with them. Send those links right on over. You never know. Could be a new potential fan. And who knows where that'll lead this show and me, to be quite honest. So... Love on a verse man this summer, verse boy summer, and I will see you guys next week.